0: welcome to our sleeve Live podcast hosted by kelly and mel two lifelong friends who took control of their lives by having gastric sleeve surgery five years apart this podcast is really for you our listeners whether you're pre-op post-op maintaining being a support person or maybe none of these but this is your podcast now it's time for the show so welcome back so this half is going to be about body dysmorphia just strictly on the disorder and all the random disorders that can, can come about during post-op.
1: Which the um, medical term for body dysmorphia is BDD, body dysmorphia disorder. Okay. And we're going to have
0: links and definitions on the website. So we got you guys covered. Yep.
1: For stuff you might not know. All right. So the first thing is is that there are very different levels of BDD, mm-hmm. um, there is very mild, and then there's all the way up to extreme. Okay. BDD does not um, discrimi- discriminate um, against weight, size, gender, gender, etc. Yeah, so it can happen to a male, female. Um, you could be a really high weight. You could be really low weight. It does not matter. You can still have BDD. Yes.
0: Yes. Okay. So with body dysmorphia, I kind of want to define it. So it's a mental illness involving obsessive focus on a perceived flaw in your appearance. Yes. Okay. So we've talked about this kind of significantly, like where the mirror thing.
1: Yes. Yes. So, so I know that I've lost weight. Right. It's obvious. But when I look in the mirror or when I look down at my legs mm-hmm. or that I have a little excess skin on my stomach, I see that I'm still 265 pounds, mm-hmm. not 147. Right. Even though I know logically <laughs> that I am smaller in my brain when I see those things, I'm like, oh, no, nope, I'm 265 still. Yeah. What do you do to snap out of it? Um, I usually do like a side-by-side, which is a before photo and an after photo. Mm -hmm. Um, And that really kind of snaps me back into reality of you are not the same size. Yeah. And you're doing really well. And I tend to talk to myself about, like, in my head when I'm going through these moments of, oh, I just gained... 150 pounds back overnight <laughs> which is not accurate it's not gonna happen no, no it's not gonna happen even if you have a bad food day it's not gonna happen you're not gonna gain all 100 pounds back in one night right it's like not reality
0: you know how nerdy i get with numbers yeah like so one pound is three three thousand five hundred calories yeah and it like that's what it equivalents yeah. to so when I'd have those days where I'm like, oh, my God, I think I'm, like, going to gain a bunch of weight in the morning yep. or whatever. I yep. just feel bloated or just, like, just not feeling good that yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll have to, like, go through kind of what I've ate. Yeah. And start adding it up. And it's, like, <laughs> 1,600 calories. And you're like, okay, there's – what am I doing here? <laughs> why am I – why am I stressing out over this? Like, yeah. I can't even gain a pound right now if I wanted to. Exactly. Like, so I have to, like – I have to check myself with numbers yes. is what gets me back in it. Yes. So, like, the mirror thing, like, it lies to me all the time. So yeah, <laughs> yeah have you have the go... same
1: experience as I do. Yeah,
0: like, with... I don't think that one, I don't think that one goes for it, like, doesn't discriminate at all. Like, that has to be no. a thing for everybody. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. So. I think, well, and again, referring back to part one, which is mind over body, mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's hard for your brain to catch back up. Yeah. Because you are losing so quickly and over a short amount of time, your brain doesn't know what it's what's going on. No, and especially so, for you because you lost 117 pounds in 10, 10 months. months. Yeah. And literally the last month, I've probably lost three maybe four pounds so I mean really that was the majority chunk of 117 pounds was within eight to nine non- yeah, months
0: yeah it's insane yeah so there is no way you could be like caught up to that because no, no. it took me like a year and a half year and three-fourths or whatever to get to that point so, yeah like that and I'm still, effed still up from battle it. It. still yeah. battle with it with yeah. it to this day like because yeah, same thing, like, as I went to Dylan's birthday party, had yeah. to wear a swimsuit, which I feel good in a swimsuit now. Yeah. Like, I like them. Yeah. But then, um, yeah, saw on in the damn mirror.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> and I was like, like, oh, I'm 300 pounds
0: again. That's well, it. <laughs> it was my legs. I was like, oh, my damn legs. Yeah. And then, like, but then I actually am there, and I see them on yeah. a different set of mirrors. Yeah. But it's funny, because all you could see was the bottom half of me. You couldn't oh. see... Because it was just a low mirror. Ah. Uh, and it was interesting where I, when I saw my legs, I was yeah. like, those are nice legs. Oh, those are my legs. <laughs> and and I realized, was, oh, because I can't see my face. Like I can't, it's all disconnected now. Yeah. So like I was able to actually like compliment for what they were. Interesting. So yeah, your, your eyesight definitely, must, well not eyesight, but your brain.
1: Your brain, <laughs> but eyesight, but dysmorphia is all of that. For yeah. real, for yeah. real. And so, I mean... Really during that time is your it's called body image adjustment. So your brain and eyes have to recalibrate to what they're seeing. How long can that take? There's no time limit. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. I knew that answer for
0: you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because I mean, really, you can't say clinically this is only gonna happen for a year. Right. Because legitimately you're five years out and you have not hit your goal weight, which yeah. is, there's nothing wrong with that. No. But you're still battling with it. I'm battling it. it, though. Yeah. So, I mean, five years out, you're still dealing with it. Mm-hmm. I'm 10 months out. I'm still dealing with it. Right. So there is no time limit. Oh, sorry. My husband's <laughs> calling. <laughs> Hold on. Hello? Uh, I just heard Kelly. you. So you're still over there? Yeah. <laughs>
0: you're actually on the podcast right now. Hey, buddy. Am I early? Yeah, say hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool beans. All right, love you. What were we talking about? Oh, okay. So the flaw can be as tiny as, as your brain wants, apparently. Okay. So like there's was another the thing was that the flaw may be minor or imagined, but the okay. person may spend hours a day trying to fix it. Oh, okay. So, like, those bodybuilders, like, that's a thing for them, too. Like, it's not just for weight loss. It's, like, body dysmorphia will, like, mess some of those guys up because they just keep pushing and pushing and, like, cause their body to go through a lot of damage that doesn't Mm. need to go to because of the body dysmorphia. Yeah,
1: because they don't see that they're bulking up. Yeah, no. They still see the person that before.
0: Yeah. Like, some of them taking steroids so that way they can get even bigger. Like, they're just going to
1: drastic ways, and that's just... Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that also goes along with um, plastic surgery. Yeah. Plastic surgery. You get plastic surgery to quote unquote fix yourself. Yeah. So if you're not, which I think is another reason why I actually, backstory. (laughs) Um, We have a friend of ours, me and my husband's. um, She had... Plastic surgery. Okay. But before she did, um, she went and visited a plastic surgeon. And okay. they said that they would not do surgery on her until she was about, th- I think it was three years out from her weight loss journey. Okay. So, because I think in their, you know, way of thinking is that sh- they want you to be completely settled. Yeah. In you think your... You optimal. Yes. Yeah. Well, and... I mean, Mm brain-wise, you're thinking, I need to fix this as soon as possible because I want to look perfect. Yeah. And the reality is, is nobody's perfect. No. Everybody has something. Even girls that you see or guys that you see that you're like, wow, they are perfect. They're not perfect. They don't see themselves like that. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, they just don't see themselves as we see them. So, it's the same thing. Exactly. Like, I look at you and I think you're amazing just the way you are. Yeah, and but you may see something completely different right i'd be like i need to fix this exactly and this. So it's like exactly. i don't even me do any lab, so
0: we're done yep and, exactly that's, that's the biggest problem with the body dysmorphia itself so. yeah
1: so. yeah so i mean going going right next to i mean everybody can have it whether you're a weight loss surgery patient you're a bodybuilder you're somebody that just wants to get plastic surgery because you don't like your nose or you don't like your arms
0: or whatever what i thought was interesting when i was reading about this was um it's also about like when you compete with others like compare yourself Ah. not compete with you compare yourself with others interesting is part of the body dysmorphia so like i can totally relate to that one
1: yeah yeah how because like
0: i've always wanted to be smaller so i'm just like hey if i get to that weight I'll be fine yeah. if I get to. If I look like that, then I'll be fine. Yeah. Like, let's get to that point. It was never yeah. like, um, I don't think I actually like, picked a person because you know how some people will have like those vision boards or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll have like with the body type or whatever. I didn't have anything like that. I just was like, okay, I need to be smaller. Yeah. Basically, and curvier.
1: <laughs> so it's kind of my
0: thing. I wanted to be more, more girly. That's probably why you see me be more girly. Yeah. So,
1: well, and that's something. That you can fix. I mean, if you want to be girly, be girly.
0: But I thought you that. Know? being big didn't meant that you couldn't be girly.
1: I can get that. Yeah. I can, I can understand. It's so that. much
0: harder being girly when it you're is. bigger. It is. At least that's what it felt like. Yeah. Because it's so much easier now. Yeah. All I have to do is walk into a store, which I still go to like the wrong size. Yes, I do
1: too. We were I do going too. to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I actually went shopping. <laughs> um shopping is a huge addiction once you've lost weight um i went shopping and i spend so much money on buying new clothes so right. just as a psa for all of you out there if you are in the midst of your weight loss journey try to go as long as you can without buying clothes yeah. and then or thrift stores thrift stores yeah. um i waited until literally last week to go try thrift stores for clothes it's amazing. Yeah. Like yeah. so cool. Like I got a shirt and it's so comfortable for $3. Yeah,
0: $3, there, man. Yeah. yeah. So
1: try those first. I mean, literally coming from somebody who yeah. spent a lot of money buying new clothes every couple of weeks.
0: Well, when you're rapidly losing weight like that, the yeah. thrift stores are perfect exactly now you can go spend just three bucks five bucks exactly and get a new size exactly so. i got like
1: half a wardrobe for 80 bucks that's amazing i spend <laughs> that on two pairs of pants i was gonna say yeah like my jeans i get two for 80 <laughs> exactly yeah we get the same brand yeah we which do. is levi's which, and they're amazing
0: yeah levi's levi's sorry i said that weirdly oddly Levi's uh, (laughs) high-waisted is where it's at.
1: Yes. And because they hold, like, they hold your stomach in, Mm -hmm. but then they're a little bit more stretchy in the legs. Yeah. So you got a little bit more give, but it holds your tummy in. I think it's good for weight loss people because of how fast you lose and the Mm -hmm. skin that can happen with
0: that. Like, it helps hold that in and you can look smoother and feel more comfortable. I completely agree with that. So. They're my jam.
1: Back to... You thinking that if you were just this, you'd be oh, right. You'd be happy. Right. If you were just this, this Comparing would make you. Me, yeah. yeah. So I actually came across this quote when I was doing research okay, for this episode. And it said, it took me a year and a half to realize that the reason I was never satisfied with how I looked and obsessing over what I saw in the mirror was because I never dealt with the real problem.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which I think hits... Really close to home for a lot of us.
0: Yeah, definitely. You
1: know, um, BDD can be treated with therapy. Mm -hmm. And I think having, coming from somebody who had a lot of therapy before I had surgery. Yes. I came, we talked about this in in the last episode, um, but I came to grips with a lot of things that were going on that I didn't even realize were Um, going on until I came to grips with them. Um, and I think you didn't have the same therapy. No, so I didn't have think any therapy. That kind of contributed to you obsessing a little bit more about like if I could just get here, I'd Me. be happy.
0: Yeah, because I had no one to talk to. You.
1: Yeah, if so. you had had that therapy, it probably would have probably would helped. Yeah, yeah. I am Not of, gonna deny that. Do you ever think about going now?
0: No, because I do this.
1: Oh well, <laughs> you heard it here first. That's right. That's right. But yeah, I just I just thought that quote really kind of hit home with the emphasis of what BDD is. You're obsessing, obsessing, obsessing over these things, or avoiding, or avoiding. Yeah, completely. There's um,
0: avoiding social situations or photos. Yes. It's a thing. So you're just like, I just won't go to that party. Mm -hmm. I'm just not going to take a photo with that person. Yeah. Like not happening. Yeah. So like that's, I. it's funny this list that I found because I have a lot of them. (laughs) I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Totally Uh, got you there. Yeah. Cause that uh, one's for sure.
1: Yeah. So There was a lot when I was doing research that I was like, oh yeah, I totally have that. Like, oh yeah, I do that on a daily basis. Yeah. So I think that even though like, us going through our lists mm-hmm. and we're saying, oh, you have a completely different lists than I do. Yeah. But we're still going through the same thing. Yeah, we're still experiencing the same yeah, thing. Yeah, it, whether it's a mild or an extreme. Yeah. Something else that we we kind of touched on um, in episode six, which is non-scale victories. I use those to kind of retrain my brain. okay, Because I try to focus, because... A lot of our journey is focused on what your weight is. Yeah. How many inches you've lost. You know, I see people all the time on Instagram post, I'm three weeks post-op and I've only lost 15 pounds. What's wrong with me? Like, no. Yeah. But it's a very real fear. I mean, I had it at the beginning. I was like, I'm going to be one of those few that just don't lose anything. And, mm. Which oh, is not I totally about It's not <laughs> accurate. No. no, people say that, and then, but what you really need to do is focus on your non-scout victories. Yeah. So you know, oh, I parked my car further away and walked into mm-hmm. the store, or I was able to fit into a size four jean, or I mean, even if you were a size twenty and you went down one size of in a pants, you know, that's a victory. That's a victory, like. Yeah, where were you even three months ago yeah you know so i think that has really helped train my brain of okay. where are you at and don't get me wrong i still have issues with it every day <laughs> but when i start to think about it i'm like okay but where am i at yeah
0: because i didn't even know what these were until you told me about these NSV things i was like yeah. what is that yeah and yeah. then i was like oh Okay, I like I started listing those mm-hmm. things in my head, but I wish I would have like hyper, more hyper aware of what it was. Yeah, because then I would have enjoyed that
1: victory. Yeah, a little bit more. Yeah. But so. I mean, but you're enjoying them as you remember them. Oh, totally. So you're still enjoying the non-scale victories, whether yeah. it happened five years ago or yesterday. Yeah. So, which is, I mean, it just proves the point that no matter where you're at with non-scale victory, they they can help retrain your brain. And it can make you excited about your journey again. Well,
0: and when you're doing the workout part, and that's actually part of like the brain chemistry is that you are making like new neurotransmitters and like the pathways are changing. So Mm. it's helping you be more positive and more energy and things like that. So um, it's just the whole thing is kind of interesting because you don't realize. you You don't realize like all these things are connected and that... Eventually, the mirror should go away, the problem with the mirror. Yeah. It does say that it can't be a lifelong thing, and there's no mm-hmm. cure for this. No. So, you no. just have to work through it. Yeah. Um, but.
1: Well, and I think it has to do with, too, have you been awake, overweight your entire life mm-hmm. versus only a short period of time, which we will go into extensively at the end of the season. Um, but, you know, being... Being overweight your entire life, I think your whole of course. My dog would bark right of now. Course. Of course, the you know if you're overweight your entire life, I feel like your brain has been trained from number day one mm-hmm. to think of yourself like in this certain body. Yes, and then when you lose all your weight, you're like, whoa, what's going
0: on? Where my body go?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Whereas. Like, I was thinner in high school and my early 20s mm-hmm. and then gained dramatically through my 20s. Yeah. And then now I've lost in my early 30s. <laughs> so my brain is kind of like on this up, down, up, down type yeah. of journey. Let me catch up with you. <laughs> exactly. So I think it's going to, I'm optimistic that it'll be fine as long as I start, like, just keep thinking positive, keep focusing on those non-scale victories. Yeah. Um, yeah, cause I just thought of one. Yeah. Your shadow. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Your the shadow first, is way thinner. The, yeah. When you first see it and you're like, I look like a normal person when I walk.
1: <laughs> 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 I wish you guys had seen her do that. I because totally did. That it was awesome. It. it was like kind of valley girl.
0: I it loved was, it. Cause that's how excited I was. That was like one of the big ones. I can't believe I forgot. But that's okay. There, one of the other things was like. The reason why you lose weight in the beginning, like what mm-hmm. your thought processes actually affect your afterwards. Really? So I was reading about how like, if you're doing it for someone else, mm-hmm. or if you're doing it because of the social norms or telling you you should, mm. um, no, it's, it's going to affect how the outcome is going to happen for you. Like, because yeah. you're going in with a mindset that is not positive. Mm-hmm. So of course you're going to have like, an, not the greatest outcome. Yeah. Because you're not doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. So.
1: No, I think... I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah.
0: Oh, and this other thing was interesting. That's it's called phantom fat. Oh, okay. So when you still feel oversized even after losing weight, so that's actually the technical term for so what we're feeling. That's where I'm at.
1: Yeah. So we're in the fan. You're in the phantom fat stage. Phantom fat. I'm actually yeah. writing it down so I can look more into it because that's pretty interesting. Um. I I do
0: have a link for everybody. Okay. On that one, so you'll get that on the episode guide awesome so part of body dysmorphia that mm-hmm. you can develop anxiety disorder mm. mood disorder yep. and depression yes so that falls all together in one um and i thought that was pretty interesting because it's so yeah i feel all, a lot of those so
1: yeah yeah Been down that road well and you didn't really have a whole lot of that before you had surgery no of anxiety and depression and stuff like that Mm-mm. which so it makes complete sense that you would have surgery and along with bdd you would develop these anxiety
0: that's you're right oh you I'm made just, that face i made the face because you're right because it's like i i didn't have because like, i was getting mad i realized i didn't have feelings until <laughs> <laughs> surgery. Uh,
1: you had feelings i know i know you're but like pants.
0: now like i can actually articulate the feeling yeah So that's that's what's changed um, with this process. I
1: feel like you're, I mean, you were always smart, but I think you've done, you've gone through a lot more research with this, especially doing this podcast. We've done a lot of research to make sure that we're getting the correct information out there. Mm -hmm. And so you're kind of realizing these things and you can articulate your feelings so much better now. So much better. Because you're like, oh, that is anxiety. Mm -hmm. Oh, I did have a little bit of a depressed state today. Yeah. But whereas before you're like, what is that? I don't understand. Let's just move on. Mm -hmm. And then
0: I connected back to what my
1: food was the day before. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: Because then I was like, oh, I didn't have enough protein. Yep. I had too many carbs. I actually got five hours of sleep. But like realizing oh there's if you start connecting the dots that you could control your mood mm-hmm. and just make sure you get all the water that you're yeah. supposed to get in a day and get up and move yeah move uh, around like yeah. we're meant to move that's why we have legs Yep. like let's go yeah like, let's go do the, stuff
1: the days that i am home more mm-hmm. i tend to drink more water that's good and so i can always tell number one with my weight mm-hmm. because i always have a drop after I've flushed my system yeah, out. I see. And I can also tell with my mood. Mm-hmm. I'm in a better mood or I'm alert more yeah. when I have completely hydrated myself the day before. Yep. Versus when I'm at work and I don't drink anything all day. And you can
0: feel the difference. I think that's the thing is like. Yes. Yes. People need to write kind of maybe if, if you don't feel the difference, start writing stuff down. Yeah. So Keeping you can tra- along. So you yeah. can actually track it and see because it really is a thing. Yeah, so. it, it is
1: completely a thing. Yeah, Like, just try to stay as in tune to your body as possible. And slowly things will click. You will notice, like, just like Melanie said, you will start to notice, like, oh, I had... A couple fries yesterday. I feel a little sluggish today. Mm -hmm. Like those all those little steps are gonna correlate together and make you successful. I think. Because like even I know, like if I flush my system out, I'm gonna have a better weight day the next day. Yeah. Which you know, shouldn't be all based on weight, but it unfortunately that's how you track how you're doing for the most part. Yeah, I think when you get further along,
0: it does now I track my mood. Mm. so it's you're like, like a I, mood ring yeah i can i want to know how to make myself not feel all anxiety sorry i totally without pills pipes. like that's the I biggest choked myself deal I with that one. <laughs> a oh my god bit. are
1: you <laughs> laughing at your own joke <laughs> over there <laughs> you're hilarious oh uh, i just envisioned you like turning red or purple <laughs> 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 to show your mood <laughs> all right valid valid point uh, okay. what is that
0: movie with the feelings
1: for the oh, kids, the um, Pixar
0: movie maybe, Oh, Disney? what is it
1: called? What? Inside Out. Yeah, Inside yes. Out. Yeah. Marcus, our producer, for the win. Sweet. So I pictured like one of those emotional ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. So that's good. All right. That's, that's over with.
0: <laughs> so also I, I read that if you go into it with like low self-esteem or mm. having problems with being perfection, like being a perfectionist, mm-hmm. Oh, and already a loner. Or um, likes to be isolated. Yeah, okay. That could be a problem. An introvert. Yeah. So okay. I get why they do the psychological test. I'm happy mm-hmm. about what they do now for uh, patients because mm-hmm. it's it's different than what I got. And yeah. it seems like it worked better for you emotionally. Yes, for so.
1: sure. Um, props to them for fixing that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and every office is different. Yeah. So, I mean, we are going to interview actually Mel's surgeon. We are in season two. Uh, in season two. And so that could be a question that we ask her. Yeah. Like when did they change? What yeah, what the difference between five years ago is and what it is now. Yeah. So oh yeah.
0: And if you guys have any questions, feel free to email, comment, send us any messages because we can add that in for uh for her. So, Most definitely. Yeah. So definitely Most send definitely. those in.
1: So another point is sharing my story. Yeah on social media so whether or social media or in person Mm -hmm. also kind of helps me retrain what's going on with my body dysmorphia because as i share it i realize how far i've come
0: yeah so because even my mom sees this your post or some of my other friends and they're like she's so hard on herself yeah like she's doing great why is she thinking like only lost three pounds this week i know and that's exactly my point yeah they're like she the whole point is that you're losing weight you're never not so that's like come on now
1: i mean i feel like there were some weeks where it was like i would gain a pound Mm -hmm. and then by my thursday weigh-in i would have lost it again but i was so hard on myself yeah for those three days (laughs) that i was up a pound and looking back at it now i'm like well that was just ridiculous but i think that goes along with um failing wasn't an option for me right like at all failing i was is a, big not. <laughs> <laughs> it is a big motivator it is a big motivator because i mean you had motivation with your brother mm-hmm. who had surgery first yep. and so you did not want to disappoint him
0: no i was like i mean i felt like i was in like- full competition mode yeah at that point yeah and you are a competitor I am I like to compete yeah I do well because like girl you all know like growing up in a woman world like you want to talk some shit all right (laughs) I'm the best of them but I need to have all the backup yeah so I need to know exactly what I'm talking about when I'm talking about it so I can play ball with all of you yep um so that's kind of like why this whole research and nerd stuff that happens Mm -hmm. because it's like you're not gonna don't try to out bs a bser, and i'm just as smart as you you just don't think that i am so exactly so that's kind of been my my whole thoughts on that yeah
1: <laughs> that was the never. <laughs> <laughs> i forgot
0: where we were going i don't know oh, so i'm so
1: sorry marcus with the edit <laughs> um what was i talking about <laughs> Oh, failing. Yes. Oh, no. failure. Yeah. So competition, I'm not a competitor. No. Like, I could care less if I win at something, but I've never been a sports fan. No. I've never been good at sports other than golf. You don't even like games. I don't like games. mm I like puzzles, but that's not really competing. No. Um, (laughs) Nope. So I don't. I don't like games. I don't like. I just don't like competing. I don't Mm -mm. see the point in it because I don't really care if I win or not. Right. Right. So I think with my not failing, it was basically I was not failing in my own health. Yeah. Ever again. Yeah. And when I decided to have surgery, that was the agreement I made with myself. Yeah. So it was purely with myself. That's like, great Doing that was a great just, way to do it yeah no failing that was and I think that's what I told myself every single day and I kind of still tell myself that every day like you're not failing today right and if I look at somebody like we were talking about earlier a donut you're eating a donut and or we were talking about it last episode about eating a donut if I'm looking at that donut I can have that donut. Right. Technically, I can do whatever I want. Mm -hmm. But is it worth telling myself that I failed because I ate that donut? Yeah. Is the way I look at it. Yeah. And there's certain things like having a french fry. Okay. I can have a french fry. Yeah. I can have two french fries. Yes. But as long as it doesn't continue into anything else. Right. I'm not failing. I think that if I eat that legit. donut, that is failing.
0: It's a huge, that's a huge setback. It is, and then is it worth all the mental drama about it?
1: Well, and not only the mental drama, but that sugar is going to cause me pain,
0: physical yeah.
1: pain, because of my lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, and fibromyalgia. Yeah, so you'll get physical pain and mental pain. Exactly. So okay. technically, that's a fail- failure in my book. Yeah. So no, because for you, you
0: compromised your health because that's how mm-hmm. you were competing with yourself. Yes. Okay, that makes sense.
1: I like that. Yeah. So I think that's another thing with, you know, referring again back to body over mind over body Mm -hmm. that that was that's one way that I can keep my brain in check is Mm -hmm. doing saying that to myself. Like I say it a lot on this podcast. Is it worth it?
0: Yeah, it's not. It's really not. Yeah. So. I
1: it is not worth the physical pain.
0: No, and it's all so, about discipline. So, it is. It definitely is. And we I, actually crave discipline. So it's kind of like I think we both do. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally fine. Yeah. So but there are some uh there are some tips Okay. that you can do. Okay. Uh for your body appearance after weight loss. So per and this is per experts. So okay. I'll have a link. Awesome. Um this is like maintain a realistic perspective by reflecting on goals you set for yourself. That's perfect. Yeah. So just set yourself this realistic, mm-hmm. they're called smart goals, basically. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. And you just need to do like, the pal- Like it doesn't have to even be weight related. Okay. Like just being like, how you know I've been wanting to like be able to run a mile without yeah. stopping. Yeah. Things like that. So that way it's not focused on if I lose any weight. It's all about that getting that goal and making it reasonable and and the, what, achievable. So okay. that will help you with body body dysmorphia okay uh, write out and say positive
1: affirmations daily
0: i love that i one. know you're big about that one
1: i love being positive and don't get me wrong i am a i can be negative yeah but i think that it's very important for people to stay positive yeah. because if you're negative all the time what i mean just Stick yourself in a room. Stay by yourself. Like yeah,
0: they take. They say it takes five affirmations to erase one negative or something like that. Yeah.
1: So for every negative thought that you have about yourself, you're supposed to say something positive, or three separate sayings of something three positive. Yeah. To retrain your brain. Yeah. To think positive.
0: That's. I mean, it sounds like a lot, but we can totally do that.
1: It's really like, not. I've done it. I mean, you could be like, "I like your hair." hmm I think you're looking really good. Yeah. I think you're wearing that shirt really good. I mean, they could be super stupid. Oh, mine was like, "You're rocking that outfit." Yeah, exactly. And it's
0: like you're beating those boys in that competition at work.
1: Exactly. Like you're
0: killing it here. So yeah. it was. I'd have to like get outside the the body part because I think that's yeah, that's helpful.
1: Well, I think. That's a part of body dysmorphia, though, is that a lot of what you think about is your body. Yeah. I mean, it's in the name. I mean, totally.
0: And that's why we have to get outside of it, because it's like, read something interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, like do something different, get your mind off of it. Yeah,
1: even if it's not anything like, just watch a funny movie. Yeah. Sometimes it's just needed to have that positivity, laughter, I mean... I mean, I'm obsessed with comedians. Yeah, you so, are.
0: I mean, I can't stand them. I love them. I love but, all of them. So yeah. even the bad ones, I love you too. <laughs> so, because it's super entertaining and it keeps me laughing yeah. and it keeps me yep. positive and they're doing their job. Like mm-hmm. they want to make people laugh and yeah. I need those. I need the laughs and it keeps me... Yep keeps me level-headed because you know like the dopamine that happens with laughs exactly exactly yeah it's
1: super entertaining Mm -hmm. and i love reading right you do i read all the time Mm -hmm. and it's very nice to have that you know again goes back to self-care yeah so you know you're taking that self-care by watching something that you would totally enjoy yeah and by laughing yeah you know i'm doing self-care by reading a book
0: yeah taking your bath yeah like you taking a your bath, bath. Yeah. yeah
1: so there's positivity all around you yeah i think if you just take a second to step outside of your body yeah. slow down slow down think about it mm-hmm. you know i think it's it's there it's just sometimes some days other are harder than others. Yes,
0: like you know how your Apple Watch reminds you to breathe. Oh,
1: I turn that off. I hate so, that. Like that's a, that's that's really. I know how to helps. breathe at this
0: point in <laughs> my life. No one's telling you are stress. <laughs> but that's that could be your thing. You can like listen to that and follow mm-hmm. those instructions because it's super yeah. helpful. Yeah, keeping keeps your anxiety low.
1: It does. That's really what you want. Yeah, so. I think just keeping keeping your anxiety um, in check by. S- and I think being positive helps with keep keeping your anxiety in check. It does. It keeps you, it up, eh? You can totally cut that part out if you want <laughs> uh-huh. because that didn't make sense in I my own it. head. Don't worry about it. All right. Oh, cool. Um, so you also should believe that you have the
0: right to be proud of your efforts. Don't let anybody take that away from you. I think that's perfect. Yeah. So be proud of all the efforts that you've yeah. put into losing weight, whether that's eating really good Mm-hmm. doing your workouts yeah talking to people about it yeah just be proud of all of the things that you're doing
1: even if you're having a crappy day and you're just going to talk to your friend yeah or you're going to talk to your therapist mm-hmm. or you had a good doctor's appointment you know any of those things yeah can be a step up so oh, for sure yeah
0: Cause like, I know I get on myself if I didn't work out one of the days and mm-hmm. it's like, you just worked out four days in a row. So yeah, stop being so hard on yourself. Like, yeah. why are you? Yeah. Cause I'd be like, oh, I could go again. It's not a, I'm not too sore. You know, yeah. like, that's what you start telling yourself. And then yeah. you're like, no, I, you're actually, you need a break. So
1: yeah. If you're going four days in a row of working out, yeah. you can, you are allowed to take a break. Yeah. And I, it is okay.
0: Yeah. We do Monday through Thursday and then Saturday. You're crazy. That's what I did. It was a great routine. That's fine.
1: I'm very proud of you, but you're crazy. Thank you.
0: Um, start meditation <laughs> practice, which just kind of goes to like the, the iPhone, an the iPhone, the Apple Watch, making you kind of breathe. Yeah, so, yeah. To help you get more centered and grounded
1: there's several meditation apps out there oh totally and some of them are paying ones but then there are others that are completely free and one of the ones on here is exactly what you said by the way it says take photos of yourself to see the
0: progress yeah so that one you are already doing and that's probably why you're keeping yourself so positive these days so
1: i yeah i think i'm a big believer in all things photo you are um i love to take photos um in the past before i had weight loss surgery i would always notice when i gained too much weight because i stopped liking myself in photos okay i always so then having weight loss surgery and everybody always says take photos even if you don't want to take photos because you're gonna want to look Of course, I didn't. Oh, and I didn't. I didn't take near enough. So Mm. I, of course, scrounged through photos to see. You took plenty, girlfriend. (laughs) In most people's vision, yes, I took plenty. In my vision, I did not take enough. No. Um, I wish that I had taken more of, like, my non-scale victories and stuff like that, that really I could look back at um almost like a journal. Yeah. And be like, oh, I hit that non-scale victory. And I've got some which are like going down in shirt sizes or pant sizes or there was one at the very beginning of my journey where I literally parked across the parking parking lot and walked into Safeway. Yay. Went shopping for food. Carried my bags with no cart yep. back out to my car and then drove home. And that was a an amazing non-scale victory. And I'm so glad that I took that photo. Yeah. Like, even if I, I probably looked like an idiot standing outside <sighs> taking a picture of Safeway. But I'm so glad now that I took it. Well, because before, that would be like work.
0: Yeah. Like, that would be a hard day. and yeah. Or you couldn't even get to it.
1: No, there was no way. There was some... Like, most of the time, my husband would have to drive me. Yeah. We would park in the handicap spot, which yeah. is close. We would walk in. He would do mm. most of the, like, actually, like, shopping, shopping. Right. He would carry all the bags out to the close party spot, and then he would drive home. Yeah. So, there was, like, four non-scale victories in that one photo. Yeah, and I didn't basically. even realize it until just now. Yeah because
0: yeah. yeah you're parking out to the other thing mm-hmm. you're by yourself exactly you carried everything yourself exactly yeah. So, so yeah so, so good job on already doing that thank by you so, and
1: to all of you take lots of photos yeah just take them as much as you're like I don't even to. if you don't share them use them for yourself yeah to just show you how far you've gone that's what i should have done was just be like these yeah. are for me yeah but i think it's hard it's hard to take photos when you don't aren't necessarily happy with yourself it's true it's but true. for all of you out there you're hearing it take the photos take the photos
0: yeah because even here it's like view yourself as a whole person not just a person who's losing weight yeah so i think that's why when i was doing like the whole affirmations i started going outside mm. of the way because you need to because you are more than just that
1: yeah your whole self is not described just by a number on a scale. Yeah, because I used to, like,
0: during this process, I realized I'm not just a mom anymore. I'm not mm-hmm. just a weight. Like, I'm actually Melanie. These are things that I like, I don't like.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: These are things I listen to. Yeah. You know, like, realizing yeah. who I actually was yeah. as a person. So, like, I like this one because mm-hmm. I feel like that can really relate to just, hey, you're more than just this. Yeah. Just being bigger or, or, the, smaller, or smaller, or, or yeah, or the number that's on the scale. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you touched this. In this one: keep a gratitude journal to focus on
1: all the positive in your life. Yes, I love that. Yeah, and it doesn't have to necessarily be an actual journal. Like I said, take photos. Use yeah. that as your journaling. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm not real great at writing. I fully admit it, but I can take some photos. I can do that. You can tell a story with photos. So So if you look at my Instagram, it's basically a journal just with photos. Yeah, it's all there. Yeah. So So I think that's a great one. Yeah.
0: And give yourself the time to adjust to the physical, psychological, and the emotional changes that come with weight loss. Number one. Yeah. Is the time. Yep. Give yourself
1: the time. Are you guys ready for one more quote that I found? Yeah. Bring it up. So it says... Anxiety happens when you think you have to figure out everything all at once. Breathe. You're strong. You got this. Take it day by day.
0: Mm. Which is perfect for that. Seriously. Seriously. I like this next one. I didn't ever think of this one. So dress for your new body or hire like a stylist or have a friend to help you find clothing that makes you feel good.
1: Hey, that reminds me. We still need to do that.
0: We do still need to do that. I wanted Kelly to dress me. Yes. So kelly has some cool style and well thank you i kind of want to see what she would think that look on me
1: yeah so, or, a little so curious maybe that could be so, exclusive content that could be fun kelly takes melanie shopping and dresses Ooh, that, her huh? yeah let's do it
0: oh and then share your journey with others so that's that's, that's yeah. helping me right now so yeah totally exactly? therapeutic talking about it and really the last thing is just if it you know if it gets too bad then you should definitely seek a a psychiatrist a or a psychiatrist
1: therapist or a therapist. therapist. Um, I think that should definitely be a big um, key point is that it doesn't have to get to that. It doesn't have to get extreme yeah. before you can go talk to somebody. Correct. Even if you're having very mild symptoms mm-hmm. or you're just having a rough day, don't feel like you can't go talk to somebody. Right. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a therapist it Mm-mm. could be a friend it can be your mom it could be your husband any of those those people just someone share yeah, it with someone talk about it because yeah. that's how you're going to kind of for me at least process yeah what's going on
0: yeah because I think with me not sharing it that the people I've started to realize certain things as mm. we're talking it's like I didn't want mm-hmm. to feel stupid
1: Yeah.
0: I felt like I was dumb. I was feeling these things. I was like, well, you did it to yourself. You just got to buck up and handle it.
1: But there's so many people that go through this exact same thought process. And which is one of the reasons why we are doing this podcast. 100%. (laughs) Is to help all of you and make sure that you. Make sure that you guys know that there is support out
0: there. There's a whole world of us that want to help support you. Yes. So yes
1: well thank you guys for joining in on this uh double episode yeah. of mind over body and body dysmorphia part one and part two we just want you to remember don't let your mind bully your body yes no bullying yourself no all right all right good night thank everyone you. see you next time good night See you See next ya. time. See ya. Just cut that off. We're
0: out. out. Yep. peace out. Peace. There you go. <laughs> peace. You can use one of those
1: random ones. I'm using all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So awkward. I love it. Hey, listeners, if you enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform you get your podcast. Check us out on Instagram,
0: Facebook, and Twitter. Join us on patreon.com forward slash OSLP where you can get exclusive
1: content. We would like to give a big thank you to Anne-Marie Cruz for our logo, Eric Vaughn for our music, Nick Dukes for our graphic and web designs, and of course, the most amazing producer in the world, Marcus with Juniper Productions. Thanks for listening to Our Sleep Life, a podcast for patients by patients.